Well, hello there, Gospel Community Church. So, like I said, we're going to dive into Romans 2, 1 through 4 this week because I forgot to charge the battery and I wanted to put something out there for people to uh, that aren't able to make it to church. Do they have something to listen to this week? So we're going to do like 5 to 10 minutes a day of this and, and put out some, uh, you know, something out there for people. Uh, so I'm, uh, I'm hanging out in my basement while I'm doing this. Rome's behind me doing homeschool. There he is. And uh, we're just going to walk through Romans 2, 1 through 4 this week together. Um, so I'm going to read Romans 2, verse 1 uh, through 4. And if you have uh, a Bible, Bible app, follow along. Or if you just want to listen, then do that. So it says, Therefore you have no excuse, O man, every one of you who judges. For in passing judgment on another, you condemn yourself, because you, the judge, practice the very same things. We know that the judgment of God rightly falls on those who practice such things. Do you suppose, O man, you who judge those who practice such things and yet do them yourself, that you will escape the judgment of God? So before we start diving into it, I'm going to read that again. I'm going to slow down a little bit. And I'm going to... I want to just allow some space to meditate on what I'm saying. And then I'll just kind of sit silent for a moment and just really soak in what... what it's saying here in Romans 2, 1 through 4. So again, I'll read it again, slow it down, and just listen, really focus and meditate on what's going on. So Romans 2, 1. Therefore, you have no excuse, O man, every one of you who judges. For in passing judgment on another, you condemn yourself, because you, the judge, practice the very same things. We know that the judgment of God rightly falls on those who practice such things. Do you suppose, O oh man, you who judge those who practice such things and yet do them yourself, that you escape the judgment of God? Or do you presume on the riches of his kindness and forbearance and patience, not knowing that God's kindness is meant to lead you to repentance? This is God's word, Romans 2, 1 through 4. And I just want to talk about, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the, the John MacArthur situation uh, and what's going on in the state of California at Grace Community Church and John MacArthur, he's a, a prominent church pastor there in California uh, and they've got a, a very big congregation and, uh, and he's pastoring this church through this coronavirus and so what's been going on is he's the state of California shut down when Rona hit just like everybody else and uh, he took a look at it and seen that there's something wrong that the people can go out in the street and protest and do all these other things, but the government's telling them that they cannot hold the church service. So he's, he's decided to uh, to continue holding services, not abiding by any of what the governing authorities are telling them. Uh, and I've, I've struggled with this. I struggled with knowing if it's the right thing to do, if he's really protecting and shepherding the flock that he's over. And in my struggle, I'll go on the opposite end of things, and I'll find things that I, 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 I think are right. And I look at what some other prominent pastors are doing, one pastors in our own network and how they're holding services, and that they're doing outside, they're doing social distancing, or they're wearing masks. And I look, and I, I see how they're doing it. And I think that's the right thing to do. And ultimately, what I'm doing here is I'm sitting on the throne. I'm making the judgment call. 
I'm deciding who's right and who's wrong. And, you know, as I was wrestling with this, I had this, you know, I feel like God revealed this to me as I was sitting watching the, the music Hamilton with my wife. King George comes on, he's singing his song. And I feel like God convicted me and kind of spoke to me and like, who are you? Who are you to stand in judgment, to, to, to decide what one of, uh, one of the sheep in my fold and pastoring people that I've entrusted with, who are you to decide if he's right or wrong? And again, I don't know like why in Hamilton, why it hit me during that musical, and, but again, it, it just felt the Lord really speaking to me in that. And, Again, I said, it's something I've wrestled with, something I've talked to my wife about and struggling to understand, like, is he doing the right thing? Like, is this what's best for God's kingdom? And, and telling her, like, I don't think it is. But again, God convicted me, like, of my judgment and how I'm passing that judgment on him. And I think one of the reasons we judge, and, and I, I'm borrowing this from a book by Pastor Mark Driscoll, and it's in the book Doctrine. I think one of the reasons we judge is that deep down, and this is how he puts it, deep down in God's image bearers, there's a faint echo of Eden of how things are supposed to be. We have a longing and an understanding of the way things ought to be, and we see that there's something broken, and that's why we stand and judge. And we're going to stop there for today. And I hope that that last sentence ma it makes sense that, you know, we have a longing and an understanding for the way things should be. And that's one of the reasons we judge. Now, keep with me. Tune in tomorrow. I'm going to do another short five-minute meditation uh, on this. And, and I just want you to think about, like, some of the things we said today. Where, do, where are you standing as judge? Where are you sitting on your throne deciding to be judged?